Ladies and gentlemen of Hashtag Nation, welcome back once again. Uh, my cup runneth over, and so did last episode. You know, when Paul and I get to talking about rosters, things get a little bit crazy. So what we're going to do is we, we decided to split it up. We did the defense. If you want, it's going to be up in the corner somewhere over there. Uh, who knows? I love point how he is, points, but he never links the episodes. That's the part of the episode that he'll cut out in post-production and then just not do it. And I'll go back and watch like our episodes and be like, oh, Mario referenced this. No, he didn't. He just cut that part out. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to this episode. Oh, my God. It was in 2017. Like, we've been I'm, doing lazy, this a while, I'm lazy, Paul. You know I'm lazy. You know this. Hey, we That's got our 10-year. We're we're at, we're at the ten anniversary, aren't we? We are. It's ten, 10 years. years. Um, what what started off with the Sam Adams is has yeah. morphed into this beautiful thing that we have here, yeah, Paul. That's it. Our that's little it. baby. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Paul and I, this is our tenth season of covering the Bills, so um, <laughs> we're having a lot of fun doing it. But thank you, thank you for joining the show, everybody. Absolutely, so, all the time. Yeah. So we talked about the defense uh, last episode, uh, but now it's time to talk about the offense. And and really when Mario and I looked at it, we're just going to kind of keep things easy. We kept 25 defensive players in the defensive episode. I think it's probably fair because you need to keep a punter, a kicker, and a long snapper. Well, at least that's in theory. You got to keep the, those three guys. That brings um, us to we didn't make it last year. Yeah. <laughs> the long snapper didn't make it last year. Poor uh, the Bills went without a long snapper at the 53-man roster cut and then signed Reed the next day. Um, and, and we could talk about why that's a thing, uh, just as a reminder, we did cover it in the defensive episode, but we could talk about it again here. Uh, got to Let's keep 25 offensive players, right? We got um, it. We're, that's it. We're yeah. At I think, I think right that's now, what we got to so do right now. Yeah. So, well, you're the math guy, 23 plus 28, 53. Let's go, baby. That checks it's out. my off season, Paul. I, I don't, I don't out. start working until September. First uh. off, can we chuckle about the, our lads, uh, depth chart with Jake Kumaro being the second guy behind Stefan Diggs. Like who, who else are you going to put there? <laughs> I get it. Right. I get it. It's just funny to me. Right. It's just it's funny. funny to if, me. You, if you guys have not been to the, our lads um, depth chart, it's actually a pretty nice thing. You know, all of the, everything in green are all the rookies. Anybody that's in all caps are the uh, players that are over 30. Right. Um, anyone that is uh, beneath Josh Allen will not play. So anything else you guys have? Again, he's not listening to me. This is great. Uh, it's true. The point is this. So we, it, it's funny, too, because we did, the, we did the defensive episode. We found that, okay, in our starting rotation, only four guys were over 30. If we look at this offensive rotation, Saffold and Morse are the only two guys you have that are over 30 on this offense, which I found to be the first thing that stood out to me. It's amazing. And you're like, right. wow, this, how young, this, young and explosive this offense is. So. Um, right. When we're looking at it. We may we didn't we didn't disagree on the defensive episode where we talked about the first two columns. Um, if you guys want to go check that out, uh, but if we're looking here, I know I already see one that we're going to have a little bit of a disagreement on. Um, Paul, why don't you like Deion Dawkins? Uh, <laughs> listen, man, for the money, I can't complain about Deion Dawkins anymore. No, nope. just I just can't complain about Deion He's Dawkins steel. anymore. But hey, listen, if you're looking to uh, looking to pick up a, a home in Arizona, maybe something you want to buy, maybe something you want to own and, and have as an income property, Sean's the guy to call, MrRogersHomes.com. Uh, Sean is your wealth management expert, and I wish I could pick up the phone. A little busy right now, right? <laughs> a, little, 
So just because I couldn't pick up for Sean doesn't mean that you can't pick up the phone and give him a call. So uh, go ahead and do that for Sean. We would very much appreciate it. Send him hashtags. Tell him tell him uh, hashtags. Send him. Send you. Brochure is in the description of this video, guys. Make sure you do yeah. that. When you after you guys hit the like and subscribe button, make sure you hit that brochure. Um, Paul, I, we're going to have some disagreements on this first line. I just yeah. I do. I have two. Really? I have two disagreements. Yes. Okay. All right. So talk to, me. talk to me. Okay. Obviously. Diggs Davis is fine. Uh, I'm going to swap McKenzie and Crowder. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to disagree on that. No, we're not going to disagree on that. Dawkins, Saffold, Morris, Bates, and Brown. I have no problem with that. Some people might want to put Quisenberry in for Bates. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I would not argue if that was the course that their direction they wanted to go in. However, due to the, I think it was the transition tag, was it on Bates? Did they transition tag him? No, he was. Or what uh, have they? What they? Chicago uh, went out. Free agent. Oh, okay. Or was, I'm sorry. Restricted free agent. He was an okay, RFA. So Chicago went to go offer him something. The Bills were like, "Yeah, we got that." Right. And, uh, and then yep. they took. So um, Ryan Bates, who was acquired in a trade for Eli Harold, I believe, right? That was that the, was that the Eli Harold right. trade. Yeah, I think that might be right. Oh, being at it again. Okay, so then we also have Dawson Knox. Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, and um, you got Gilliam is listed as a fullback, but he's more of a tight end at this mm-hmm. point. Right. Um, uh, my two that I would disagree with, I think I would put Crowder in for McKenzie, and I would put Cook in for Singletary. Mm-hmm. Even okay. though it goes against every fiber of my being of what I've noticed about McDermott and his team, starting a mm-hmm. rookie in in a certain spot where a com- incumbents usually have the say. Right. You know what I mean. Sure. Uh, we saw it with Frank Gore. You know, we saw it with uh, Devin Singletary last year when Moss was trying to break into the lineup. Now, I just think James Cook is just way too explosive for you to say, let's see how he does. I think initially yeah. you want Singletary in there for pass pro, and I understand that 110%. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if w- once and if Cook gets it, I, I don't think you see Singletary in there as much as Cook. I mean, listen, when we had we had 10 games of Frank Gore being the workhorse back and we kept screaming in Devin Singletary's rookie year, please, God, get Devin Singletary more than five touches a game. Right. Exactly. Because, yep. yeah, because that's it. He he was doing a great job. His explosiveness was there. They were careful with him because of usage. Right. Devin mm-hmm. Singletary had a ton of college usage um, Cook not as much as Singletary. But this no. team is very careful with its rookies. Um if they're not first round picks, right? If they're not first round picks, then then they really see them as uh, players that they want to take their time with. Uh, I think probably the first four or five games, it's going to be the Devin Singletary show. And I think once you hit week nine, uh, Cook's going to have a stranglehold on that job. He right? Like it's, I, think so. I just, I just don't see it any other way. I think it may but happen out of the gate. Though. I think Singletary is your guy. Okay. All right. I think it may happen earlier though. I think, I don't know if I think, I just go we can have, history. We know, can history have a hashtag bet. We can have a hashtag bet. When is when it, I think that Cook will be starting before Trey White comes back. Oh, yeah. No, we're gonna bet that. Yeah, let's okay. bet that. Let's bet that. That'd be a good bet. Um I like it. Uh, does Zach Moss uh, make it, this put team? In the comment section, what you guys think uh the conditions of that bet should be. Yes. I think that's that's now if Singletary gets injured, the, the bet's off. Yeah, that's a push. That's that's Agreed. a move. That's a push. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Zach, does, does Zach Moss make this team? Let me hit you with the right hook right away. Does Zach Moss make this team? I don't think Moss. Again, Moss is more of a candidate to be traded than he is to be cut. I'm sorry, he, waived. Excuse me, waived. He would have to be waived at this point. 
So um, I do think he makes the team. Uh, I am hoping this is Taiwan Jones last, you know, last year was his last season. Uh, it just kills me to give up that, that running back roster spot just yeah. like hurts my soul. Um, and by bringing in cook, I, I think you're probably saying goodbye to either Moss or Taiwan Jones. You got Duke Johnson, which is, which was a great get at the time, right? Protected yeah. whether you were going to get James cook in the draft, yeah. uh, kind of protected that role. Um, but James Cook is going to take that role away from Duke Johnson. I don't think there's any debate about that. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, that Zach Moss can take that roster spot away from Taiwan Jones. But again, Zach Moss probably isn't going to be playing special teams. No, uh, maybe he will. But very different body types between Taiwan Jones and Zach Moss. Very, very true. Very true. Raise your hand if you've had Duke Johnson on your fantasy team more than once. Yeah, guilty, right, guilty. Yeah. And he and he's like buried in the depth chart. It's totally. crazy to me how totally buried. And it's like not not a lot of the guys in the running back position actually pop off the page. You like, oh yeah, there's your number yeah. one, and these guys can, might be right. able to fill in. It's not yeah. a Zeke Pollard type situation, you know. You're, but you're like, all these guys have similar skill sets, and some guys excel at certain things more than others. But it's not eye popping. Right. I, I mean, you have to go into the season obviously with. with at least two, maybe three, four stretch. Four is a stretch. For mm-hmm. if you if you decide to go with Singletary, Cook, Moss, and Jones, that means another position group had a casualty. Yeah, in, in that respect, and I don't know, I don't know about that. Um, either because we talked about the first two columns. Let's, let's look at the second. Column. Jake Kumaro, we we agree. I think we'll make the team due to his special teams. Right. Um, Shakir, I think we'll make the team because. You don't really a lot of times invest a draft pick in a guy just to waive them for, to make I them totally a restricted free agent. Yeah. Also, I think, um, but one guy you may do that would be with with uh, Luke Tenuta. I think, mm-hmm. he, I think he doesn't. I don't, I don't know why he's backing up Dawkins there. It's kind of. I mean, look at look at how many young tackles are on that team. Exactly, right? you got Tenuta, Owen, and then uh, Kurt Setter. In the on the backside, like it's just crazy the volume of young tackles, and that worked out for Buffalo. You know, last year mm-hmm. they went uh, Brown and uh, and Doyle. You know, like mm-hmm. that worked out for them. They did, it did. And then who was the the Jack Anderson was the guy that they uh, end up going to Philly? I think he ended up playing yeah. in a playoff game. Yeah, that's um, right. So they they got an eye for some some tackles. I think that's what some people are probably hoping for. Well, I mean, when you're looking at how much you have to pay your quarterback and probably a middle linebacker and probably your you know defensive tackle and Ed Oliver <laughs> and what you're already paying Von Miller, uh, you can't afford to be needing a tackle, right? So you just keep yes, you just put, you keep putting coins in that in that in that machine and hoping to get something that's going to be able to start for you. Right. Like keep extending gonna, Dawkins. <laughs> that's it. They're going to keep looking for tackles over and over and over again. It's, oh, it's yeah. they're too expensive to have to go look for. So you just keep throwing assets at the tackle position, just as many as you can. Now, um, and Buffalo's certainly done that. Now, Paul, do you put any stock in the fact of when they decide to get these guys? Because I think Mance, Quisenberry and Van Rotten, they all were taken pretty early. Mm-hmm. in the free agent yeah. process yep you put bigger stock in that rather than a guy that like duke johnson that gets picked up right before the draft you put a you put bigger stock in that or do you say that they're they're going to get insurance policies whenever they can uh yeah i i mean uh duke johnson uh i think i don't think johnson was available till later in the process 
mm-hmm. um, if I'm remembering correctly. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Um, yeah, I, have to say I, I, I do think that veteran offensive linemen, uh, when you have a quarter of a billion dollars invested in your quarterback, become your priority, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't that make the most sense? Like, yeah. the the veteran offensive linemen are, you know, because do you really want to turn to, like, oh my God, Alec Anderson? Uh, you know, if you're in need of, uh, you know, some guard play and like, listen, Alec, you played guard when you were like 14. Can you slide back in there for no, you don't want to do that. Um, and Quisenberry is a solid player. Van Rotten, I'm not, I'm not so hot on, but I, I like Quisenberry. Um, yeah, you know, at that, at a depth position, I, I don't know how much better you can really do. Uh, at a depth position like that. But again, you're looking at another situation where Cody Ford is again on the bubble for this roster. And he's been on the bubble the last couple of times, but changing offensive systems from a blocking perspective, Cody Ford could be a very valuable depth piece for you this year. Yeah, absolutely. Because I look at it in this way, you know, cause I always like, I always think Bean likes his insurance policies in case things go wrong. And what what is your most valuable asset on this team? It's Josh Allen. So your second most valuable asset should be to protect Josh Allen. So if you're sitting there, if Morse happens to go down, I mean, you look at just this just this minor group right here. Mm -hmm. If you do not have any uh, any faith in Mance, you know what I mean. You could sit there and go, okay, Bates has played center. Let's move Bates to center. Let's slide Quisenberry in. If you do not want to do, you know, one of those things you could do is you can also slide Cody Ford over there. You mm-hmm. put him between Morse and Brown in a zone blocking scheme. He will right. have success in that. And you're bringing in Roger Saffold, who has played with Cromer, knows exactly what he wants done on that offensive line. Right. You put them two guys next to each other. Dawkins, pretty much, he's like the Leotis McKelvin now of the offense where you play, he's been in like three different offenses now. So he could play wherever you want him to do. He can yeah. do whatever you want. But um, I, I like the versatility that they decided to get with that line. I think Van Rotten offers you some depth. Quisenberry be next man up. You got to have a backup center. Your backup center can't be your right guard. I as much as that. as much as they may want to just slide Bates over, that well, that's what be. they do with Feliciano, right? Like they played yeah, that you, game before. They didn't, I think they learned that is that we can't we can't always have that. Yeah. If it comes to cutting a guy and doing this and that, we may have to do this. But I, I, I like I like the versatility they have with the front five. And maybe I think I think you're gonna end up keeping you know five, six, seven, maybe eight offensive linemen. And then interesting enough, Ike Butker is third on the depth chart. This guy was starting for you. I know. He starts on the pup list right now. Uh injury is the big deal there. Right. But again, there's another guy that, you know, you may have to uh, cut a player that you really want to keep in order to be able to put him on IR at the beginning of the season. Right. Yeah. You're going to have to cut a player you really want to keep or put a young player on waivers that you are hoping to get back. uh, And you may lose to the waiver process. Jeez, sorry. Just whacking my microphone around. (laughs) Um, You know, you may have to. That's the roster game that happens, though, because I don't see a way that Bucker doesn't make the roster. But really, he's not going to. He's not healthy, right? No, no. So he's gonna. You're gonna have to put him on IR. I so you're probably gonna cut one of those veteran guards in order to keep Bucker, IR him, and then sign one of those veteran guards back. Um, you know, you probably. I imagine Van Rotten's probably the least desirable of the group there, so uh, it's probably gonna be him. <laughs> 
I, I wonder how that works out if you start the season on the pup list. Are you are you do you, do you, you can't start the season on IR. You have to make no. the team first, then be placed right. on IR. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. So I want to see how that works out. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, that's right. So do, do do the Bills go into the season with three quarterbacks? No. I just want to slide over that. No. No, just I don't think Allen so. Allen and Keenum? I, yeah, I think they I think they love Barkley, right? But yeah. uh, Keenum's just a better quarterback. I mean, he's just they they're more likely to win games with Keenum than they are with Barkley. Yeah, and and as the old saying goes, you want to try to have a backup quarterback that can go 500 in case your your starter goes down. That's what you that's want. Right. And that's that's a heck of an insurance policy you have there. That's right. Talk about Case Keenum, I mean, getting out of Cleveland when you could. Sheesh. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I do want to point out, Dave Quisenberry, important stat, does have one reception for a touchdown. That's a thing in Buffalo. Just pointing it out. I know you're going to bring that up. Love big man touchdowns. Yeah, you love, do love big man, man touchdowns. touchdowns. He does. He touchdowns. does have. He does have a touchdown reception to his name. Uh, of the of the second column, you're, you're not keeping Mance or nope. or Tanuta. Uh, Tanuta, right. right? Correct. So that's that's another nine. That's twenty. Okay. Is my math correct? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, that's twenty guys. We have to pick five out of these last two columns over here, Paul. Yep, that's all so, we can do. That's right. So, um, Hodges, Stevenson, or Austin? I think they're done with Stevenson. I got to be honest with you. Already uh, after a year, light, you have to light the world on fire to make this fifty-three man roster. They've already, re- you know, they kept him on the roster once, and. Uh, he returned punts in a dome, and then that was the end of his season, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, you know, I, I don't know how thrilled they are there. Um, I think they'd rather keep Tavon Austin over Marquez Stevenson, to be perfectly frank. Um, so between Hodges and Austin, I mean, they've kept Isaiah Hodges a long time. So maybe Hodges. I mean, if we're really splitting hairs. I don't think they do. I think they um, – I think they. now, if you get – if if you – get picked up you still have less than four years um service in the nfl do you get waived automatically again even if you've already been on a practice squad you got to get waived again yeah it's less than four years okay so uh hodges has no one has seen him he's battled Mm -hmm. injury really no nobody except for last camp no one really Mm -hmm. saw him he's a guy that i think will go on your practice squad so i i don't have him making the final i have him making the practice squad again okay Okay, so uh, of those three, I, I wouldn't take any of them. Yeah, I, literally I know, right? I, I wouldn't. But what, what are the other options we have here? Neil Payu well, and Tanner Gentry? Right, like, that's what I mean. You, you're you have one. to take them. You got, you're you picking have, one. Yeah, uh, this is why one. Isaiah McKenzie making the roster is so huge. I know, I know, I get it, I get it. Listen, I'm willing to bend the knee on this point, okay? I'll bend the knee. <laughs> no, but I'll say this. I'll say this. Can you say what you told me? And I know I hate it when you always hate it when I do this to you. Yeah, Neil Payu. Yeah, tell me what you remember. What you were talking to me about Neil Payu about his something that stood out to you when he was in college. That it, it, was, it was either there's receptions or he was a captain or something. What did you tell me that was a standout thing about him that made him so That's intriguing gone, to the Bills? That's gone. Nothing. I'll just That's delete gone. It then. <laughs> I'll delete that. I thought you said like he had like. 95 catches or something and like the quarterback completed 112 passes or something like that. 
something stupid. Oh yeah, his target share was massive. Like he was their entire <laughs> offense. Yeah, that is true. He was there. I thought that's offense. what you wanted to do. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was true. He was basically their entire offense. But it, you know, it. The point there was that you know when Buffalo was going out there getting those undrafted free agents, they're picking the best guys remaining from squads. So I know yes. that's sort of a redundant point to make, but they're looking for the guys that were their team right? They were a captain or they were, you know, they're they're They had the biggest target share for wide receivers or they, you know, they had the most uh, passes broken up on at the cornerback position. If like these smaller schools where guys weren't drafted, like that nobody on the team is drafted. They're going after that team's number one corner. That's what this team does is they target players like that. I think a lot of teams in the NFL do. So it's probably not a, a groundbreaking point to make, but uh, yeah, Pai was their whole offense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me on that. That's exactly I, what it was. That's hey, I got to do it. It's okay. So of the five that I think I need to pick, mm. I'm probably gonna go against what I talked about earlier. But I think I think Moss has to make it. I think you mm-hmm. got to be three deep. Yeah. I think you get Moss, you get Butker, mm-hmm. you get Van Rotten. So I think um, they cut Van Rotten to keep Butker because they'll just re-sign Van Rotten. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, that's. I'm just saying straight out, straight up, the five you want to keep because you don't want to yeah. try to mess around with that because you don't know who right. he's talking to. I'm right. not keeping Bobby Hart. That's why I'm keeping both of them. That's fine. All right. So where are we with the roster? Then? Okay, I I got I got to change it now because two one you made me laugh. Two I I didn't know. Okay, I'm gonna keep Sweeney, keep mm-hmm. Van Rotten, Butker. I'm gonna keep Stevenson and Moss. Okay. I'm just gonna just to make it simple. I, I think that's you know fair. what I mean? I, I don't think that's I mean, wrong. I disagree with you on Van Rotten, right? Okay. Because, um, you know, I I just if they lose him, they lose him. I, I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna care. That's what I mean. They're gonna push Bucker anyway to the to the IR, and then, uh, you know, they'll re-sign somebody. Uh, so I, I don't think Van Rotten is somebody that they're really worried about there, especially when they cut him and they say, "Listen, don't go anywhere for 24 hours." Like that, that's the way these conversations go is listen, <laughs> yeah, don't right, go anywhere for 24 hours. Um, you know, we gotta, we gotta do some roster stuff. This is what that roster stuff is. We're gonna have to cut you, but don't go any for, not anywhere for 24 hours, unless you want to go somewhere. And the yeah. player goes, I don't want to go anywhere. You're like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. Right. Like that's, yeah. that's the way they, that's the way those conversations yeah. go. Yeah. So, and one of the things that, um, we do have to be conscious of as Buffalo Bills, um, no fans is the fact that all eyes are on your team now. It's not like yep. you can cut a guy and slip a guy through waiver process and all that stuff. All eyes are on Buffalo now. If if with the history that Brandon Bean has had with drafting and acquiring talent, if he lets a guy go, they're going to be like, "Well, that team is stacked. May right. he may be able to help our team. Let's try right. to take a flyer on this guy and see what happens." So. Be very mindful of that. If if there are a few players that happen to leave Buffalo and end up going to a place and end up doing well, okay, that watch, happens. Watch this. Watch this, Mar. They're going to cut Van Rotten to keep Bucker to put him on IR, and with that spot, right? They're also going to keep Taiwan Jones. Just watch oh, it happen. You didn't. Just watch it happen. They're going to oh. cut Van Rotten. They're going to have Bucker. They're going to put him on the IR to bring Van Rotten back. But when they cut Van Rotten, they're going to keep Taiwan Jones. I'm telling I just feel it in my bones. Is it that big of a deal, though? 
You just don't like it. I know you just don't like it. I feel it in my bones. I just want to be safe to say, on Paul's 53, Isaiah McKenzie's there. Just want to let everybody know that. Well, now. Gotti. Gotti. Listen, how many, how many mock drafts does Mel Kuyper come out with? And, you know, like, changes his mind. <laughs> I know. But the fact that I gave you Tanner Gentry or Neil Payu over yeah. McKenzie, and you go, all right, fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the final straw. Tanner yeah. Gentry did it to you. Yeah, that's it. That was Tanner Gentry. Thanks right, a lot, guys. Wyoming. Sure. 